You're a monster! Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. James, how we doing? Really good. Dude, it's back. Yeah. Football is here. We're so excited. Yeah, watch everything. Yeah, just watch seen it all. Seen it all. And if we didn't see it, we went back and resaw it. Yep. Because <laughs> we had to we watch the replays. It was an interesting week one, I'll give it that. Um, yeah, you got any takeaways from week one? couple really bad performances by a few teams couple Dude. really ugly games um a lot of holding penalties like i got mm-hmm. real tired of seeing, like it was just over and over and over again As, for some teams. it's like a week one thing though like there's it always is. that it'll one be penalty. like that for another couple weeks probably, yeah there's but, always that one penalty every year that they're like harping on yeah i will say probably the hardest game to watch this past week was bills um steelers yeah. that game was ugly yeah both yeah, quarterbacks played awful. Both offensive lines could not stop the other people, other team's defense at all. That was a bad game. Yeah, I <laughs> my thing because yeah, I watched that game and it was just, it was just, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I feel like one that might have been worse was that Green Bay game. <laughs> yeah, just because like all of this off season well, drama stuff with it, and he comes, yeah, <laughs> and Rogers comes in. And literally does that. One of his worst games ever, yeah. I mean... Everyone played bad on that team. And the Saints, like, scoreboard-wise, crushed them. But the Saints really, like, defense was... They played incredible. Right, they very well. Offensive-wise, they played good. But, I mean, Jameis Winston had, like, 150 yards and yeah. five passing touchdowns. Right. Like, they got good field position, took yep. advantage of it. Jameis Winston, he, he looked very good. Yeah. Yeah, just... Very interesting. A lot of good teams that we came into the season, like yeah. they're going to be good. I should say even star players Titans, just did not play. One, yeah, Titans did not look good. Shout out Chandler. Good. Chandler Jones pretty much shut down the Titans all by himself. <laughs> like, You know what? So real quick, my favorite game. Do you have a favorite game from this weekend? If it wasn't for the penalties, it honestly could have been the um, Bengals-Vikings game. Okay. I did like watching that game. Yeah, I went to overtime, so that was, that was um, definitely a good game. Off the top of my head, who was yours? Mine, Cleveland, Kansas City. Okay, yeah, that was a good game. That was game. a good game. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> roll switched after yeah. halftime. Oh sure. my gosh, man. I, I was sitting here watching the first half. I'm like, dude, Cleveland's got this on lock. Yeah. Like, Kansas City couldn't do anything. Baker, Baker did have a chance late, too, to come back. Yep, but, blew it, but, yep. you know. I mean, it happens, but, I mean, it was still a really good game. The, uh, it, I mean, it's a couple days since the game played, though, but um, the Bucks dallas game ended yeah, up being that a was, very good game. Yeah, that was a good game, too. So Yeah. Shout out Dax Healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Dax yeah. Healthy. He is healthy. He is he is ready to go. But uh, the one thing we mentioned last week, though, um, I, was, I thought it was going to be a very important game for Zeke. Yes. Zeke did not play well. 33 yards, baby. Yeah. He didn't get a ton of work, but. Yep. He looked terrible when he got it, though. Yeah. And he dropped a couple passes, if I'm not mistaken, too. So, it just. But again, shout out Dak, because he looked great. Yeah. <laughs> and he and his mobility, not 100% there. He wasn't ashamed to really no, take, yeah. a, you know, with that ankle and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I didn't really, in my opinion, I didn't see anything with that shoulder. So, he yeah. Looked, yeah, he looked good. But, uh, James, real quick, uh, if anybody wanted to come subscribe to our channel or, uh, you know, send us some questions, uh, shout out to all the folks that have been sending us questions from last week and this week for, for matchup 
Uh, but where would they want to come and find us at? Uh, yeah, Twitter and Facebook at the TFL Monsters, uh, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, the internet in general, the Fantasy Monsters or the Fantasy Monsters Podcast. Uh, YouTube's where it's at. It's where it's at. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, we've been getting everything on YouTube, guys. So come subscribe to our channel. We're, at, we're answering questions like crazy on there. Uh, so if you have questions, come ask. Would be uh, love to help you out. Um, but real quick, we do got some news we got to jump into because unfortunately, man, just some crazy stuff still happened in week one. Uh, so James, what do we got in monster news this week? Yeah, Fitzpatrick went down. Uh, he's Sad, out six man. to eight weeks with a hip injury. Yep, that one sucks. Um, but Henneke, dude, didn't look terrible. Just yeah, not good. Receivers <laughs> didn't do good. Dude, Terry had a really sick catch though. Or, I mean, he had caught all four of his targets. Yeah. So yeah, but that it's like that back shoulder one he had was really cool. Yeah, but but yeah, but anyways. Yeah, okay. Saquon is limited in practice today on Monday after the game. Um, the reports before the game were kind of making me nervous. In one league, I have him. I started Julio over him, which was the right to sit. Neither of them did anything. Did, did much, but yeah. That O line for the Giants is a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, next piece of news. Michael Gallup was placed on injured reserve for an ankle. He's out a minimum of three weeks. Yeah. So hopefully he can get back there soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raheem Mostert, he's out around Jeez. eight weeks. Uh, he really can't stay healthy. Like dude, it is impossible for yes, him to stay Yes, man. Healthy. And it's so sad because when he's he in the two, lineup, I think he's he had, good. I think he had two carries for 20 yards. Yeah. I think they were for 10 yards carry. Yeah. Like, yeah. And that's how he is. Yeah. Because again, it's San Francisco's how they run the football. Yeah. But he just cannot stay healthy. And I think uh, he might be done. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to come back. If he comes back, he's going to have that starting job. This season, when he comes back, he probably won't have the starting job. He'll still be in the rotation. But next season, I find I don't, it yeah, very I don't unlikely he's on this roster. Yep. Um, two weird pieces of news that happened. Um, Zach Moss and Trey Sermon were both healthy scratches. Not injury related. Yep. Neither of them suited up for their teams. Yeah, I don't really care about the Zach Moss month. Too much, but the Trey Sermon well, really I concerns know, me. They both concern me because I want to know why. I yeah. haven't been able to find out why. Yeah, I haven't been able to find out why either. Um, you know, Trey Sermon being a rookie makes I a mean, little bit more sense. They both played all but... preseason and stuff like that. Looked mm-hmm. fine in the preseason. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, because Devin Singletary took advantage of his starting role. He played very well in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, you saw the other running backs for San Francisco, like Elijah yeah, Mitchell. Yeah, Elijah Mitchell, man. Tore it up. Sixth round pick. That's and this is what's concerning me. He was a sixth round pick starting over the same running by same drafted running back and Trey Sermon, he was a fourth round, I think, or third. Third. Third round pick. So basically double the investment on Trey Sermon. You, you can that, almost yeah. look at it that way if you want. But dude, Eliza Mitchell, man, 104 yards in that game. Yeah. And I remember when the draft happened, they kept saying, um, um, that Eliza Mitchell fit the offense more than Trey Sermon. So I really don't understand why they took both, but I, I feel like Sermon being a healthy scratch has to be disciplinary. Like it has to be, be he had to have done something. I don't know because all the reports have been very good out of him. He's played well in the preseason. Like whenever he gets out there, he should be heavily involved now, especially without Moster. But yeah, like if he, if he's a healthy scratch again next week, something happened. Oh yeah, for sure. Because they, they definitely need to have somebody else, but Elijah Mitchell still took advantage. Keep an eye on him as well. Yeah. Last piece of news really hurts me. Yeah. He was looking so good. Uh, Jerry Judy is out with a high ankle sprain four to six weeks. His x-rays were negative. So 
but it's still a high ankle sprain. Like this is going to be a problem are, for most linger. of the season. Yes. Yeah, those high ankle sprains linger. It seems like all year. So. He was Teddy's go-to guy in this game. We'll talk about the other receivers in this game when we get to their matchup preview. But he was on pace for a hundred-yard game in this mm-hmm. game. He looked great. He but so that sucks. He's going to be gone for a while. Yeah. If we've learned anything from Julio with all those high ankle sprains he's had, they they can just linger. And yeah, this is really disappointing news. Yep. Um, but. Hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully, he can come back and still have a decent season. Yeah. We got anything else in Monster News this week? That's it for now. All right. Sounds good. All right. We're going to go ahead and jump into our Monster Guys segment. Doing a little differently than last year. Last year, we kind of did guys who had good weeks last week. Yep. Now, we're going to do the hard part. We're going to try and predict. Yeah. We're predicting this year. I think it'll be a lot more fun. We'll see. We'll see, we'll see, after, how good. We'll see after a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, well, it just all depends on how good we get at this. Um, we did do a couple. Uh, we're doing quarterbacks, running backs, wide receiver, tight end. We each picked one that we liked for this coming week, and we'll kind of tell you briefly why. Uh, you want to go first with quarterbacks? No, you go first. You want me to go first? Okay. Uh, my guy, my monster guy for quarterbacks this this week will be Matthew Stafford. Yeah, I like this one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you can't. Um, unfortunately... Indy did not look overly great in the passing game. With shout out JT, <laughs> shout out JT. Person. He did see it in person. He did go to the game, and he was supposed to bring me. By the way, oh, but he ended up taking his wife. Oh, so yeah, that's why he's not on the podcast. Anymore. Yeah, that's why he's not here. Um, anyways, so Matthew Stafford, though, great week last week, obviously, but great first. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, just incredible. That couldn't gone any better for the Rams. New look, yeah, for for sure. The, but the thing to note here is honestly how poor Indy's defense really played this past week. They, they just weren't, they weren't good. They weren't good, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I love the play. Yeah, yeah. Stafford here. Yeah. Uh, Russell Wilson had 254 yards and four touchdowns against him. So I don't see how Stafford can't hit 304. So yeah, I mean, I think it's easy. All right. Who's your quarterback? Mine. I'm going to take a little shot with the guy who's coming off a bad week. Oh, okay. um, mine's Ryan Tannehill. I would like Everyone's going to gonna be disappointed. Everyone's disappointed with the week one showing against the Arizona Cardinals. Yes, that's um, me. I guess we just all forgot about Chandler Jones. <laughs> they had no time in the pocket here. Um, Seattle kind of looks like they might be getting a defense back. Like their defense did play very well against Indy mm-hmm. last week. But I do think Ryan Tannehill, I think they're going to be able to establish the run better here. And that's just going to improve the passing game. I'm just, yeah. Yeah. I, that run game. I want to give get some going. reassurance to people. I think, right. I think that was just, you have to hopefully throw last week out. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully a fluke. So we will see. Cause there's still a lot of people that think last season was a fluke. Well, what about the season before that? I, mean, I don't care. I'm just saying last season. How only. many flukes can you have? Um, if maybe more than one, I don't know. <laughs> Let's move on to running backs. Uh, my running back for this week, uh, kind of picking again, somebody that had a pretty good week last week as well, but Nick Chubb. Yeah, this one's easy. Yeah, oh, this one's kind of a given. He should, should have a massive week. He will. Like Houston, um, you know, they didn't really have a problem last week, to be honest. No. <laughs> like they came out strong against Jacksonville, but again, it's Jacksonville. Uh, I think, you know, Mark Ingram had a pretty big week, 85 yards on like 20 something, 27 carries, I think it was. Yeah. Wasn't that but you should be talking about Jacksonville's defense. I'm talking about Houston's I mean, defense. Jack- yeah, exactly. So you should be talking about Jacksonville's running backs. 
Oh, I am. I already got that confused. Jeez yeah. Louise. Because they, Jacksonville just, it was not a really pretty game for them most of the time last year. I mean, last week against Houston. Houston defense, they don't really have pieces. And they were down early, throwing the ball a lot. Trevor Lawrence threw the ball 51 times. And neither James Rob- James Robinson really didn't look good. Carlos Hyde looked better, but they still just did not run the ball. That's who I was trying to think of was Carlos Hyde. Yeah. Uh, Carlos Hyde, yeah, he did. He was more efficient. Uh, James Robinson, unfortunately, had some drop problems in that game and was not efficient on the ground whatsoever. Offensive line for Jacksonville also didn't look good. I don't think we're going to have that same problem. Well, it doesn't matter. In Cleveland. Cleveland has a great offensive line. Yeah. You know they're going to run the ball a lot. Nick Chubb is one of the best rushers in the league. He's yeah. going to go off. Yeah. I mean, if you saw some of the rushing lanes that he was running last week. Yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and again, this isn't a Kansas City Chiefs defense that's yeah. not supposed to be that bad either. No. But, I mean, there was just holes where I think he had a touchdown run, and I don't even know if he got touched. Yeah. Like, it was just massive. That'll so. happen. That'll definitely happen. All right, who's yours? Another guy I'm going to take. I'm doing the opposite of Caleb. Yeah, we're, 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 we're taking both sides here. I'm trying to take shots. Um, Mine's Aaron Jones against the Lions. It's going to be the Monday night game, and everything was disappointing for the Packers last week. They weren't everything. playing the Saints, and that Saints defense stepped up, shut down everything. Aaron Rodgers made a lot of mistakes. They were down early. Aaron Jones did not see a lot of work on the ground last week. I think they're going to get more back into it. Because neither, like, yeah. I, I like Aaron Jones this week against the Lions. I think he could be a smash, smash play. I mean, the Lions And is we did see what Lions. they gave up to last week in the running game yeah. to the 49ers. Yeah. So. A lot to a six-round running back. And others. And others, yeah. Good point. Uh, Wide receivers. Yeah. Chris Godwin. I like this one. Yeah. I mean, Tampa, Tampa's kind of on a roll. And... You know, you're going to play Atlanta, who last week just, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I I remember when we put out our Atlanta video, we got so much flack from all the Atlanta guys. Like we did. It was insane. Mm -hmm. Guys, we were not wrong though. (laughs) Like your, your, okay. Your defense is still bad. Defense was horrible. And your offense did not look any better. No. Like, yes, Kyle Pitts, he, he did okay. I mean, it's not bad, but like, it was like seven points. Yeah, I'm like, like, you know, it's nothing impressive. You know, the running game still looked atrocious. I, I mean, you honestly you don't even need to talk about Atlanta here. It's just, it's Chris Godwin. It's on the yeah. Bucks. They're yep. hot. Chris Godwin was the best receiver for the Bucks last week. Yeah, I mean, Antonio Brown's outscored him. And fantasy-wise, it was essentially just one real yeah, big play. Yeah, that one deep. Godwin deep was the target hog. He got in the end zone. Brady was looking for him a lot. I like this play a lot. Yeah, going to be, yeah. Almost, that's a lock. Yeah, so I'm gonna switch it up a little bit here. This guy, he he had a very good week last week. Hundred yards. It's Keenan Allen against Dallas. I think they kind of like it was a low scoring game last week against Washington. I think against this Dallas defense, they're gonna be forced to score the ball a lot. And I think Keenan Allen's gonna have a monster week. Yeah, you do got to be a little bit careful. I mean, um, you know, Dallas's defense has slightly improved with some of their players. But, uh, yeah, I, I feel like this is going to be a, a pretty solid game for Keenan Allen as well. Yep. Uh, last but not least, um, we put them on here. We don't care that much, but it's tight ends. Yeah. <laughs> These are both pre- shots. These We're yeah, both taking shots here. Tight end every week is a shot. Like, yeah. I'll go first here. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm picking Adam Trotman against Carolina. He didn't really do anything last week. He did see six targets, which at the tight end position is not nothing. He only caught three of them. I think he... 
showed enough against in this Carolina defense does not scare me. I just I think he's it's a good shot to take. Yeah, for sure. Uh I got Johnny Smith. Okay. Uh against the Jets. Five five for five on targets and catches. I mean, it wasn't for a lot, and I don't think he yeah. scored, but uh, you know, tight ends, it's basically if you score a touchdown, you you could win this week. Yeah, there were a so. couple tight ends who had good games last week. Like you had your Travis Kelsey and Gronks, but besides that, it was pretty gross. Yeah, it was really, really, really bad. So it's just, you know, I, th- I, I look at the fact that he got five targets in this offense as a tight end. I'll take that. You know, like if you're looking for somebody, yeah, he's a good, he's a good person to take I'll a shot. I'll put on. an honorable mention, Dallas Goddard. He played very well last week. He is going up against San Francisco, but I, th- I think that's a decent honorable mention. Yeah, it's a fine honor. Yeah, we'll take that. Okay. All right. So we're going to go ahead and look at our week two preview. Yep. So we're just going to go run down through all the matchups, kind of talk about what we like and what we don't like, and go from there. So Thursday night matchup, we've got, ooh, Washington and the Giants. Looks yep. like at Washington. Yep. Division game. Yep. Going to be good. Yep, Washington's three and a half point favorite, below over under a forty one points though, and I understand why. <laughs> yeah, no quarterbacks, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll start with the Giants side. Yeah, the offensive line was a problem last week. Mm-hmm. It really was. Daniel Jones didn't help anything out though. I mean, Sterling Shepard had a couple good plays. They could not establish the run at all. I'll give Saquon a break. He was getting swarmed. Pretty much as soon as he saw the ball, their leading mm-hmm. rusher was Daniel Jones by one yard. So it's rough. Yeah, like I said, Sterling Shepard had a big game. Nine targets, seven receptions, 113 yards with a touchdown. But I want to talk about Kenny Galladay here. Yeah, let's do. If I remember, not promising, but if I remember, I'm going to put these in here. I'm going to show you every one of Kenny Galladay's targets, all six of them. No one had a tougher time catching his passes last week than Kenny Galladay. The four receptions he had were like he had to grab the ball from defenders' hands and literally take <laughs> it away from him. Like He is very good. He was getting open. Second half of the game last week, they started going to him a little bit more. It looked like Daniel Jones kind of finally realized, like, you're just going to have to throw him the ball. Kenny yep. Galladay can make those plays. Yep. You're going to have to trust him. I'm still willing to play Kenny Galladay as a flex right now. Shepard. Against this defense, I'm not buying into it. If Saquon gets back out there, you can play him as a flex. A flex. He was a first-round running back? Yeah, I didn't play him last week. I drafted him in the first round in the league. I did not play him last week. (laughs) Because the reports are making me nervous. You got to watch the camp reports, but 100% he's going to be limited again this week. Physically, it didn't really look like he was missing much. It's just that offensive line, like... Yeah, I think big plays are going to be really hard to come by in this offense. Yeah, that's what makes me more mostly nervous. And we said this all off season too, is even when Kenny Galladay signed there, it's not that we don't think Kenny Galladay has the talent. It's just Daniel Jones in this yep. offense, and this is make or break time. He did get one end zone target in the game, but it was a couple yard, like couple feet above his head. He didn't have a chance to make the play. Yeah, and that's, dude, Daniel Jones will sail a ball. I will say, defense looks good, though. They have a good defense. Yes. They have a good defense. Yes. Daniel Jones has just got to tighten it up a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Washington side? Yeah, Washington, Um, and it sucks. I really wish Fitzpatrick was still in here. Heineke did. He did what Heineke does. Yeah, 15 pass attempts. Yeah, runs a lot. Yeah. Yeah. 
So uh, Gibson coming off a yeah he had a he had a very good game. He didn't get yeah. into the end zone. Twenty carries, ninety yards. That's a good average. He saw five targets on the game, caught three of them for eighteen yards. That is very yes. good utilization for Antonio Gibson. I feel very good about Antonio Gibson starting him as a high end running back two this week against this team. Mm-hmm. But he's going to be keyed in on by this Giants defense. Yes, Terry. Terry, yeah, you're again though. <laughs> flex play, man. Yeah. He's a flex play. Like I feel like everybody's dropping now because yeah. You know, Tyler Henneke's in there. And they don't have a lot of supporting cast right now. It's Logan Thomas, Curtis Samuels on the IR, so he's out at least three weeks. Yep. Diami Brown's a rookie. He only saw four, I mean, he saw four targets in this game, but only caught one of them for negative two yards. Like, they're going to have to have some of these guys develop. So right now, the top three pass catchers are Terry McLaurin, their tight end, and Antonio Gibson. Surprisingly, J.D. McKissick not involved at all, Like, which is kind of nice if you did buy into Antonio Gibson. Right. Anything else you want to say? Uh, I would take the under, the forty-one points. I'll take the under. <laughs> you think it's gonna okay? That's fine. Yeah, that one's gonna be that one's hard. Yeah, this could easily be a very defensive game, though. Yeah, so I get it. All right, Sunday matchups. First one on our list, we've got Cincinnati at Chicago. Ooh, what's the uh, over/under for this one? You know what? I don't have the over/unders on this. Jeez, dude, what are you doing? ESPN, man. Chicago, three-point favorites, 45-point over-under. What do you think about that? It's in Chicago. I feel like it's a little high. I'll take the Bengals plus the three points. Yeah? Really? Yeah. I'm not, I, I don't know. I, I'm still trying to figure out Chicago because, let, and now, let's well, start. I, I, no, you I, start I, I figured it out. I, I, I have I have everything Chicago needs to do to make this team good. Okay, well, then you hold that point, and okay. let me say this real quick then, because if you got it figured out, you can tell me oh, what I'm not gotta, seeing. Okay, I got to figure it out. Because everybody's, like, really still upset that Justin Fields is not starting this, starting in Chicago. But I'm taking the side of, I don't feel like Andy Dalton looked that bad. No, he didn't. It, I mean, I think it was just overshadowed by how well the Rams played. Oh, that Rams defense was <laughs> everywhere. Yes. I mean, besides for a couple of Montgomery chunk plays, they ate everything. Yes, everything was just getting swallowed up. It was little dunk passes here, little runs for Montgomery here, there, and and, and things happened. But I don't think Andy Dalton really played that poorly. So when I'm looking at this matchup, like Chicago's defense is what I'm more worried about right now then because the Rams tore them apart. Yeah, but that is the Rams. So, so. I I don't I don't know. I kind of still think Chicago could take this game. Okay. So yeah, we're on opposite sides here. Yeah, so you tell me why I'm wrong. And then I'll just move on and well, not care. Well, first I'm going to explain <laughs> how you fix the Chicago Bears. Okay, go ahead. How do you fix them? You fire, fire Matt, Matt Nagy. Nagy. Yes, you yes. fire Matt Nagy. <laughs> like the start of this game was like frustrating to watch. Like what like stop running awful. these reverses, these yes. stupid trick plays. Yes. Please just like I'm not just saying those football. like those are bad plays. Just, play just don't run them that often, that much. <laughs> like you're not fooling anyone. <laughs> did, I did, just honestly just, just run football. a normal NFL yeah. offense. Yeah, please. Just play football. You have talent on the offense. I was actually kind of mad that they and kept yeah, having David, the Justin Fields stuff. I think David Montgomery, that first play of the game, he burst that huge run. Yeah, it was one of the first plays of the game. He doesn't like they go away from him mm-hmm. for a little bit, like. What did you feel about the Justin Fields stuff, though? 
like the little set packages that they were bringing him in. I, on. I don't hate it. And honestly, like when the start of the game, just how like con- like the Bears offense was getting consumed by that Rams game, I was like, you could put Justin Fields in now, have him like move the pocket around, use his mobility. Maybe that he will did. help things out. Yeah. Or he's just going to get swallowed up too. Yeah. So I understand both sides. Like I could see people wanting to put him in and I could see that being the right decision or just keeping him on the bench more. Yeah. My thing was, is like, I just don't want to see them come in and just say, here's the set packages we're going to do with him. And it's all going to be option type place. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want to see that. Cause I don't want to see a lot of him running, which he ran for a touchdown. It was actually really good, but I still want to see him pass. Like I want to see him grow as a quarterback there. Yeah. So I just don't want to see a lot of these stupid option plays, which they ran a few of them with them. So. Yep. So we'll just start with the bears for this preview. Um, <laughs> so one fire Matt Nagy. Yeah. Two give David Montgomery the ball consistently more. Yes. He played well considering how well that defense was. He was able to find some holes Yeah, that pass catcher only saw one target in this game. Got to stop that one. Man. We got to get him more, more catches. Damian Williams had five targets. Yeah. on you Matt Nagy yeah for this game though I like Montgomery a lot I think he's a high in RB2 for this game and I, th- I think this is going to be a big bounce back game for Allen Robinson yeah I think Allen Robinson you know with the targets that he he was getting um he had 11 some really, targets he had some really so- yeah but I, how many catches he had six for 35 yards yeah like, like yeah. I don't think they were yeah and as soon as he caught the ball yeah he was, he getting was hit. down to the field so I, I, I like Allen Robinson. I was I still think that Allen Robinson, even in this offense, if Andy Dalton plays the full year, which most people don't think is going to happen, if he does, not, I still think he'll be a top 10 or top 12. He'll be that back end. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I still think all, he'll like be he in the top 12. Is, yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, you're I'm not, not worried about Allen Robinson. Yeah. You're not playing the Rams again, so you don't have to worry about him. <laughs> you play the Rams every week. That would be. Oh, you play the suck. Rams every week. You're, yeah. You're the 0 and 17. So good. <laughs> I do love how they're moving Jalen Ramsey around a lot now too. Yeah, he was man. everywhere on that. I field. also like him in the five, dude. Yeah, I do too. I yeah, do too. that looks I do that too. looked good. There's a lot of players this year where I'm just like taking double glances. I'm like, is oh that's him. He changed yeah. his number. Yeah, if oh, anybody, he changed his number. Let us know your guys' thoughts on this too, because I swear, like, you remember I text you? I go, dude, yeah. where's Robert Woods? I was like, oh yeah, he changed his number. He's number two now. <laughs> yeah, there's number. actually a lot of number two wide receivers. Because I was like, oh dude, Robert Woods has had a deep touch. Oh no, it's Van Jefferson. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Yep. So yeah, you're you're just starting David Montgomery and Allen Robinson. Cole Komet, he saw seven targets, caught five of them for forty two yards. Not a horrible not play. He looked fine in there. I'm glad Jimmy Graham's like uh hopefully that thing's over with. And Darnell Mooney, he saw seven targets, but again, like Allen Robinson got swallowed up. Yeah. Yeah. Keep I him do, on keep keep Darnell Mooney yes, on your bench. I was gonna sure. say 100%. keep him on your bench yeah. though, because I do like what I saw from Darnell oh, Mooney. Yeah, yeah. All right. Let's go to the Bengals. Bengals side. I got a couple things to say. Shout out their defense. Defense yeah. played very well for most. They bottled Dalvin Cook up on the ground. Very, uh, very well. What did Dalvin Cook finish with again? Rushing-wise? Yeah, it was like under 30 yards, right? No, it was more than that. Are you sure? He had 20 carries for 61 yards, but it's Oof. only a 3.1 average. He was able to salvage the game because he got in the end zone and got the receiving work, but the Bengals' defense was surprisingly very well. The second thing I want to shout out is Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase looked good, man. Didn't, he did. He, he looked didn't good. Drop anything? No, and he looked good. He was getting open downfield. A lot yeah. of big plays. He looked good. Yeah, I don't know what was going on. Like he him instantly in preseason, looked, he, looked he instantly awful. looked like the best receiver on that team. Yeah, 
Yeah, and T. Higgins still had a decent yep. game too. Higgins so, had a good game. Uh, I really like how Joe Burrow has looked, especially in his first week back. Mm-hmm. Shout out the offensive line a little bit too. Didn't get him, didn't get him hurt. So no. like, yeah, no, they that's, definitely that's made an improvement because Mixon <laughs> ate up. He was yes. one of the best running backs last week. Yes. Uh, last so the past really week. excited about that and. Uh, yeah, I, I can't give Jamar Chase enough credit, man. That deep pass down the um down the sideline for a touchdown looked really good. And I just I don't know what, what changed, but I'm really excited because this is the Jamar Chase we thought we were gonna see all all year so far anyway. But if you're gonna do it, do it when it counts. Yep. So and that's what he's to, doing. Yep. So hopefully it sticks around. Uh Burrow <laughs> yes. played good in this game. He was able to come back and secure them the win. But yeah, again, Mixon, like this is why we were so high on Mixon. 29 rushing attempts in this game, four targets, caught all four of those. That's 33 touches on the game. Yep. For 150 yards and a touchdown, like, mm-hmm. he's going to see this volume, and that was the thing. We knew we were going to see the volume. Hopefully this offense improves a little bit more. But they did. He was efficient in this game. Mixon could be a top five running back by the end of the season. It all just comes down to if he stays healthy this year. Yeah. Compared to last year. So, yeah, in this game, it is going to, I mean, the Bears defense, like, yeah, they got, beat at times last week, but the Bengals are not the Rams. Right. So this is good. They still have good defense. I mean, the Rams did avoid Cleo Mack a lot in that game. Like they just did not go that way. Dude, I'm not gonna let's be honest, dude. Cleo Mack and Aaron Donald really didn't I don't think I don't know if any of them either one got a sack in that game. Yeah. So yeah, Mixon, RB one. Yep. This week. Jamar Chase, I'm willing to play him as a wide receiver two in this game. Burrow, I don't think I'm willing not yet. Yeah, they're, you probably have a better option, but if not, it's not going to be a terrible play. T. Higgins, though. T. Higgins is a tough one here. I'd put him as a wide receiver, too. Really? Mm-hmm. A wide receiver, too. Or a flex. Flex, I could live with. Wide receiver, too, no. Okay, it's up to you. It's I mean, fine. he did only, I mean, he got four of his five targets for 58 yards. He just hit the end zone. He looked good on the field, but. Yeah, we'll just have to see. I don't know. I, I can't sit there and say that Jamar Chase is going to be the number one yet. Oh, I think but, he's, yeah, I think he's the best receiver on the team already. Yeah. We shall see. Houston, Cleveland? Yeah. I think Cleveland's just going to kill this game. Yeah. Shout out <laughs> Houston, though, man. Dude. I thought they were going to have the worst offense in the league this year. Yeah. They put up points. Yeah. I mean, Shout Jacksonville's defense t- isn't anything to brag about. But. Tyrod Taylor, man, like. I do want to know what's up with giving Mark Ingram twenty seven rushing attempts. Yeah, I I screwed that up earlier. That is mind blowing. Yeah, I can't believe that either. Is I think when you told me that, I think it's just been stuck in my mind. Like that doesn't make sense. Oh, twenty six. My bad. Doesn't matter. It's too much. Especially with Philip Lindsay there, who did have a costly fumble in the game, but still, I mean, there was other plays. But yeah, the the offense moved again. Like you said, Jacksonville's not. Their defense is nowhere near anything. Yeah. And when you have Trevor Lawrence, you know, throwing three picks, you're going to have the ball a lot. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah, they look good. And dude, I'm going to be honest. I wasn't really ashamed of it, but Brandon cooks, man. Yeah. Dude, he has some deep throws and a couple of them hauled in with people around. Him. Oh, like, Brandon cooks played a great game. He, looked he had awesome. a couple great catches in this game. He looks great. He is a low end wide receiver too, high end flex play going forward right now. You play him in this game and that's it. Yeah. I'm not marking. I mean, he saw 26 carries for 85 yards. He got in the end zone as a 3.3 yards per average. 
Like Philip Lindsay, like they're going to use all three of them. David Johnson still saw work. David Johnson had a receiving touchdown in this game. The only player I'm playing is Brandon Cooks. Yeah. So again, I'm not, we're not massive tight end people here, but just keep this possible player on a radar. If you need a tight end play, Barrow Brown. Okay. Yeah. He had a couple he, good he, catches in this game. Yeah. He's not quite there, but just keep him on the radar as like, he's six, six. He's a big dude. And they, th- they threw the ball to him. And he made some sick catches. Yeah. I can't wait to see some Brevin Jordan. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't even think he, did he even hit the field. I didn't see him hit the field. I don't remember it. Off and the it top makes of my me head. nervous because I mean, he's a rookie tight end. Yeah. But I think so is Farrell Brown. This is technically his first starting gig. I call him a rookie. He's been in his fourth season, but this is his first time starting. Yeah, Brevin Jordan didn't see a target or anything in the game. So. Yeah, he's th- he's three on the depth chart right now that, behind that, Jordan Akins. That makes sense. But anyways, I, I'm just I'm just saying it's someone to watch out for. Yep. Brown side though, this is where it gets interesting. You start in Baker because Baker, he looked good in this game for a while. He didn't throw a touchdown in this game. I think all four of the rush or their touchdowns came in the running game. Um. The Houston defense, like Jacksonville didn't put up a ton of points, but they were able to get shredded at times Mm -hmm. with a rookie quarterback, Baker. They have the horses. It's going to be a very rush-heavy team, but do you have any interest in Baker? I'm going to say no, and here's why. Um, I think Baker can have a good game, football, like Mm football-wise, fantasy-wise. I think you're going to have a better option because I think they're going to score early, and they're going to score often early to where he's not going to need to throw that football. In fact, I think this team's, again, most likely going to happen. We'll see. But I think they're going to come out and score so quick that I don't even think Nick Chubb's going to play the full game. Probably not. <laughs> like, no. I think they're going to swing in Kareem Hunt more. And then I also think that they might even bring in, you know, maybe their third string just because they're up by that much. Yeah. We'll see. But, I mean, this this could be a... And so that and and that's why I don't think, I don't think Baker's going to... Okay. He would be playable. Uh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. He might not even play the fourth quarter. Uh, Chubb, auto star. We already mentioned he's yes. the Caleb Monster guy of the week. I love yes. that call. Yes. Um, Cream Hunt, you can play him as a uh, yep. flex play in this game. Jarvis Landry, though, how do you feel about Jarvis Landry? He played well in this game. He caught all five of his targets for seventy-one yards. I believe he also had a rushing touchdown in this game. Yeah, he did. He had a rushing touchdown. I think the biggest concern though is, is Odell back. Yeah, like Odell surprised me being inactive last. Surprised week. both of us. We were both very frustrated with that because all week they were saying that he was going to play, yep. and then Sunday, like it was like two, two hours, hours before, before the game, game is like he's not playing. We're like we can't drop anybody now, and he's in our lineup. Yeah, so that was very frustrating. Uh, so yeah, I, it just kind of all depends um, if Odell's going to be back. I guess the real question is okay. So if Odell's out there. I, I wouldn't mind. Yeah, I wouldn't. If he's out there, would you play Odell? I would because it's Odell. Yeah, but it's all going to depend how you are, but he'd be a low and flex play. Yeah. And then Jarvis Landry, if Odell's out, I feel good about yeah. playing Landry as in the flex. Yeah. If Odell's in, I don't, I'd play Odell over Landry. Yep. And if Odell's not there, I'd definitely play Landry. Yeah. So. Also, shout out uh, Schwartz, the rookie wide receiver this year. Dude. He made a bunch of big plays in this game. That's the dude from Auburn, right? I don't know where he's from. Yeah, actually. he's from, I think he he's from Auburn. He was a late pick. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. All right. 
Rams at Indianapolis. Yep. Dude, <laughs> we talked about it briefly earlier. I think LA is just going to. Yeah, we'll make this one quick. Uh, actually, do you have the point, the uh, over-under up? Because I think that's the only real. No, dude, for some reason, ESPN doesn't have this. I'm on ESPN and I see it. How come you can see it and I can't? I don't know. We'll figure that one out later when yeah, we're not recording. Um, the, uh, you just so, want to start that over? No. Uh, Rams are over uh, four-point favorites. They have 47.5 point over-under. I like both those. Um, I think the Colts, honestly, the offense looked a little bit better than I thought it was good. I mean, Quentin Nelson and Wentz coming back off the injuries. I said we're going to start with the Rams, so yeah. We're starting with the Rams. Uh, you yeah. start Matthew Stafford. Smash monster play. Yep. Uh, you start Daryl Henderson in this game. He did fine. Yeah. Um, Michelle did not take as many touches away as I thought he might. No, he got one carry yeah. for uh, two yards. Congrats. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Congrats. Great. Yeah. Uh, Cooper Cup smash yeah. play in this game. He played great last week. He yes. really did. He was the best receiver on the team. Shout out Van Jefferson. Yeah. Like as his real first shot to be a consistent wide receiver in this offense. He looked good. Only three targets, caught two of them though for 80 yards and a touchdown. That touchdown play was great. Touchdown play was 80 yards. No, <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. It was 67. <laughs> it was pretty, it was like up there though. Yeah. Um, Tyler Higby looked good in this game and Robert Woods. He didn't see a ton of utilization, only four targets, three receptions for 27 yards, but yeah. he got in that end zone late in the game, toe tapping at the edge. Beautiful catch though. It was. You start Cooper Cup, you start Robert Woods, you start Tyler Higby. Yep. Indianapolis. Indy. Jonathan Taylor, that's it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, that's I, was, I mean. Yeah. Sorry, JT. Yeah, man. That sucks. You had it. You, you look good for about those first two drives. Looks like yeah. you could. You guys were going to make a game of that with Seattle. And um, Offensive then line that just... Tyler Lockett started going off. You, you ever heard of this guy named Tyler Lockett? Yeah. He's really good. Yeah. Like really good. Uh, he uh, outscored the uh, Colts essentially. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> just himself. Yeah, uh, Naeem Hines really wasn't that involved coming off the... Uh, actually, I take that back. He was. I forgot how many targets he saw. He saw eight targets, but uh, Jonathan Taylor saw seven. Jonathan Taylor was the uh, leading receiver on the team, too, by the way, if you didn't realize that. Yep. Six catches for 60 yards. Jonathan Taylor is a back-end RB1 in this game. It's going to be tough sledding against that Rams defense. It's the only person you start. Wentz, honestly, he didn't look too bad. Like, they're just... Got to develop the wide receivers. Pittman, just underutilized. Pascal was their best receiver in the game. So Paris Campbell had one good catch in the game. He only saw three targets. I This team just has to develop together mm-hmm. until you can start trusting them besides Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, for sure. Buffalo, Miami, another division game. Yeah, and I think Buffalo's going to come back with a vengeance this week. They better, man. Yeah. I don't know, dude. I did not like watching that game last week. Oh, no, all. it was awful. It was awful. <laughs> Turnovers everywhere. Offensive lines were awful. After, after how much we have hyped up Josh Allen <laughs> in this offseason. I mean, that was like his worst game in two <laughs> years. So. But it was so bad. I mean, so bad. So Definitely, uh, Miami's defense isn't, isn't something to mess with too much. It is good, but I do think that Buffalo can come out swinging. Um, definitely playing Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Would I'm you willing go to throw Singletary out there. Okay. I am. It's, this is dependent on if Moss suits up and is healthy. 
We still got to figure out why he didn't suit yeah, up. We're not going to know, but... If he is there, I would try really hard not to put Singletary in there. He only... I mean, this game was just like... It was a mess. Like, he saw 11 carries for 72 yards. That He, he played very well in this game. Saw five targets. Like, again, if Moss is not out there, you start Singletary. If I had Singletary and Moss is active, I'm not playing Singletary. Right. You start Stefan Diggs. Cole Beasley had a very good game in this game. 13 targets, 8 receptions, <laughs> 60 Beasley, yards. <laughs> you can always just kind of throw Cole Beasley out there if you need him. Yeah. You can. It's gonna I just be, hate playing him, though. <laughs> yeah, it's I just gonna, hate it. Yeah, it's going to be inconsistent. Emmanuel Sanders didn't do anything with his 8 targets. Caught half of them for 52 yards. Gabriel Davis saw five targets, only caught two of them for 40 yards, but had that t- that good touchdown play. It's just Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs that are locks in this offense, and mm-hmm. if you need to, the Singletary Cole Beasley. Miami side. Miami side's interesting. Mm-hmm. One, I want to know, why didn't they give Gaskin the ball more last week? They do this every freaking game, though. Like, he was so good. He was clearly their best runner. And all of a sudden, it's just like they get close to the goal line. They won't let him run. He had nine carries in this game for 49 yards. Yeah. Like, yeah, he played very well. Malcolm Brown really kind of just became the third down running back. In my opinion, he was there to pass block. Salvin Ahmed saw, like, way too much work, to be honest for me. Yes, I don't understand why he's even in the game. Yeah, Gaskin, I mean, he had the five targets. Like, he had a fine game. He just didn't hit the end zone, so that one hurts. Tua, shaky. He was shaky. That's about best I can say. Um, Yeah, you're starting Gaskin in this game as a low-end RB2 flex play, and I'm not touching a receiver. Yeah, Jalen Waddle had a decent game. Yeah, Yeah, he had a decent game, but I'm very nervous about... Will Fuller will be back for this game. Yeah, Will Fuller coming back and still going against Buffalo's defense, who has pretty good corners. Yeah. So <laughs> that was I'm not, that was not Buffalo's problem last week. Defense no. played fine. Yeah, defense played fine. Their offense. Yeah, Waddle he caught four of his six targets for sixty-one yards and a touchdown. He had some good plays in there. He also had a bad drop in that game. I remember. He did. He yeah, did have a like, bad drop. Parker outproduced him yardage-wise. He just didn't hit the end zone. He saw more targets in him. I'm trying to hold off playing him until at least we see Will Fuller in there. And what like Gasecki saw two targets in this game, no receptions. I have no clue. Like, both of them were just terrible passes, so yeah, just couldn't connect. Yeah, it's just, it's Gaskin for me. Yep. All right. This is going to be interesting, too, though. New England versus New York Jets. Yeah. Five and a half point favorites, New England. I just think it's going to be the battle, you know, the battle of the rookie quarterbacks here, so I, yeah. I think it's going to be fun, but. Which I, honestly, I in my opinion, I think Zach Wilson played the best of any rookie quarterback last yes, week. Yes, so. I, I said this to a couple people already. Even though they lost, he definitely looked to be the more he efficient there person. There were definitely times where he had no time in the pocket and was getting harassed, but he well, made Mekhi a lot Well, Mekhi Becton's of, now yeah. out, I think, for the season with an Achilles injury or something. Yeah. yeah, He's out. I, I know, know he's, he's out. out. I, know he's, he's I know he's out, but I forgot what he was out for. But he's out, and that offensive line already wasn't that good, yeah. <laughs> even with him in there. Yeah. So, yeah. But the thing is, is he can move. And so yeah. I, th- I think this is going to be a really interesting game. Yeah. Yeah. You're not starting Zach Wilson. Nope. No, that's a, you do not do that. No. And you do not start a New York Jets running back. Like, um, yeah, we, I mean, we were pretty high on Michael Carter and uh, I mean, it, 
but this is how we thought. I mean, at least this is how I thought it was going to play out. If he's good, he's going to have to win the job. Like he's going to have to clearly win the job. He didn't do anything to show that last week. He saw four carries for six yards. Ty Johnson was their best running back. He had four carries for 15 yards. Um, They didn't run the ball a whole lot in this game. Corey Davis, though, shout out Corey Davis, man. He's been preaching it, good. dude. He looked good. Everybody's been making fun of me. It's only been one week, though. But, yeah, he looked really good. No, but he just <laughs> looks good on the field, man. He yeah. was making plays after the catch. He yep. was getting wide open out there. Wilson, that seems like a good connection. Yeah, I, I'm I'm a, I'm a little shocked because, like, Corey Davis has kind of not really been much of anything in Tennessee. And then I mean, all of a sudden. He was very good. No, but what I mean, like, for when what he was, he was coming out himself, of. Oh, yeah, no. Like, yeah. When he, when he, he was, was coming he was out of the draft. overall draft pick. Like, he, yeah, he, he was supposed to be it. And he's just never been to that level. Yep. But this is a different kind of game that he's playing now, and I really like the connection because I think if you watch it, every time Wilson has to run out of the pocket, Davis is always moving yep. still. There's none of that like... Which he probably picked up a lot from with Tannehill in the Titans offense, so it's just always running bootlegs, quarterback on the move, rolling out. So he has experience with that before Zach Wilson. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Corey Davis, I'm playing him as a wide receiver too this week. Yeah. Feeling good about it, even yeah. against the Patriots defense. Yeah, I really like Corey Davis. I'm so excited. I hope he has a good season because I've been talking him up all offseason. Yep. Patriots, though, um, Mac Jones looks shaky at times, for sure. There were... I want to talk about Damian Harris because I, <laughs> I think Damian Harris played very well in this game. He yep. played very well in this game, but now there are some reports... You were bringing up to me. Yeah, I did not yeah. see them. You saw them. Yep. About that fumble. Yep. That apparently he's going to see a lesser workload. Yeah. <laughs> Just so stupid. But it's Bill Belichick and the, he hates fumbles. So he saw 23 carries yep. in the game last week. Uh, the other four pl- people who had carries in that game combined for seven carries between four people. I'm. He's going to, he's clearly without a doubt. He's yep. a very good running back just yes. in general in the NFL. Yes. And on the Patriots team. Head and shoulders above anyone else. Hundred percent. He's gonna see. I'm not scared. I'm playing Damian Harris as an RB too. <laughs> I I love Damian Harris. He just never gets any love. Yeah. And I feel like that's even on his own team. <laughs> even saw three targets, dude. Yeah. He saw three targets. Yes. Like that's Which is nothing. a step up from last oh, year. Oh yeah, that is a big <laughs> that's step a big, up from that's last a big year. Deal. Yeah. The thing that to me is he needs to get in the end zone. Well, yeah. This poor yeah. dude. Like I don't know how many times last year. He had a game where it was like 15 rushes for 110 yards. Just, yeah, and then Cam the Newton runs in for two touchdowns. Yeah, you don't have Cam Newton now. So I, but but still, he didn't get in the end zone this week. So I just want to see the dude get in the end zone. He was close. He was, but he, he was got close. called back or whatever. Receiver-wise, though, for the Patriots, though, um, Nelson Aguilar showed up. Yeah. Seven targets, five receptions for 72 yards and a touchdown. Jacoby Myers out-targeted him. His, just he didn't have as many big plays, and he didn't get in the end zone. Who are you picking between those two to play in this game? Because I think there's a shot one of them has a good game. I I still... I'm Aguilar always good. seemed to be the guy when Mac Jones ended going through his progressions or was running around in the pocket, was able to find Aguilar open as a security blanket. I kind of like Aguilar right now. That's fine. I disagree with you. I'm always going to go with the guy that's seeing the more targets. Saw two more targets. I don't... It just doesn't matter to me. Okay. Like, I'm... To me, if he's, I just think he, I'm always going to take my shot with a guy that sees more targets. So I'm going to take my shot with Jacoby Myers this week being, he'll be the better one. Okay. 
tight ends. You said you like Johnu in this game. I do like Johnu in this game. He did see five targets, caught all of them for 42 yards. I like I how they're they utilizing him, attempt. though. Jay had a rushing attempt in this yeah, game. Yeah, I just like how they've been utilizing him. They're not utilizing him as a tight end. They're really not. Like, if you go back and watch game film, he was actually out wide, and then sometimes they'll come in and creep and, and play more slot. And yeah. they were doing some, yeah, running plays with him on, like, a reverse, and I think he even had, like, a shovel pass or something. I like how they're utilizing him, and it's because Tennessee didn't utilize him this way. <laughs> it's they, it's they very did, different. It but was they very had different. a lot more talent on the team. Yeah, but it's still very different. So I really think that he could have a he could have a pretty big game this week. Okay. Yeah, we can move on. All right, San Francisco, Philly. Yeah, this one... Um, actually, going to be a very good game, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm surprised San Francisco's only three and a half point favorites. I think because Philly played pretty well last week. They did. Offensively. Yeah, they did. Still, I was expecting <laughs> a little bit... 49ers to be a little bit bigger favorites. Yeah. It's going to be a test, because uh, San Francisco's got a pretty good defense. Yeah, we'll start with the Philly side. How about that? Yeah. Uh, Hurts... He, sure. he, he, play, he played, yeah, he played good. I wouldn't say he played great. He played good. He came down with three touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, he looked good, running the ball, seven carries for 62 yards. You play Hurts. Yes. You drafted Hurts, you're playing him. He hasn't disappointed you yet. Miles Sanders, he played good in this game, 4.9 yards per carry on 15 carries, 74 yards. Kenneth Gainwell, though, also saw nine carries in this game. It's going to yeah. be a split backfield. Kenneth Gainwell's got the rushing touchdown in this game between the two. They both saw receiving work. Miles Sanders saw a little bit more with five targets. Kenneth Gainwell saw three. So I think Philly likes Sanders Kenny. is, but yes, they like Kenny. Yep. Kenny's going to be out there. Yep. Shout out Devonta Smith. Yeah, boy. First catch in the NFL. Great touchdown catch. He looked good in this game. Second rookie wide receiver that looked very good mm-hmm. in week one. Caught six of his eight targets for 71 yards and a touchdown. And Jalen Rager had the best game of his career so far. Caught all six of his passes for 49 yards and a touchdown, which doesn't sound like a lot. No, but, but he, for him, that's big. <laughs> and he looked good on the field. Yeah. I'll give him that. Yeah. And Dallas Goddard looked good. He only caught four of his five targets for 42 yards, but caught the touchdown and made some good catches. Well, I think when you, want to, when you look at Jalen Rager, too, now that you have Devonta Smith on this team, you kind of have, you know, your number one, yeah. your, your prototypical number one in Devonta Smith, and then Jalen Rager can just be him. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like... He was having to be a number one when he's not a number one. Yeah. Like, I don't know why he was drafted in the first round, in my opinion, as a number one kind of guy, but I do think he has talent and I think he's going to have a better season this year, but I was really excited to see Devonta Smith um, have the kind of game he was. And I think I'm, I'm playing him. Yeah. I'm I'm playing playing this week. I'm playing Hertz. I'm playing Devonta Smith as a flex play wide receiver. I'm playing Dallas Goddard as a tight end if I have him. I think that's a good play this week, like we already talked about. Mm-hmm. And I'm playing Miles Sanders as a low one RB2 in this game. Sounds great. Sam Fran side? Yeah, this one gets iffy. Um, what's going on with Brandon Ayuk? Don't I mean, know. you have the Trey Sermon healthy scratch. Brandon Ayuk might as well have been a healthy scratch. Yeah. He, he played, guys. And he, it, he was out. He was technically out there. Yeah, it came out. What was it? I think it was after the game. Yeah, that he's st- he's still figuring out how to be a pro, and this read into from that the head coach. Yeah, this was from Kyle Shanahan. So read into that what you will, but it sounds like he did something stupid. Yeah, I believe it was more like along the lines of the other receivers were just doing their jobs better. Whatever. <laughs> but like, I just I I don't know what happened, but it, it's kind of annoying because he was you know he's a 
he's a breakout character or a breakout player for a lot of people. Yeah. So, but Debo, on the other hand, took it full advantage at a monster, monster game. Hmm. Who called? Who? Uh, I wonder. Yeah, I think we called that one. We did. Yeah. We did. <laughs> what? I, I didn't see 189 yards, but. So, yeah, I didn't. I, we didn't call that. But, but yeah, no, he had a huge, huge game. And another guy I'm playing this week. Oh, yeah. You're definitely playing Debo Samuel as a wide receiver, too, in this game. George Kittle, you're just. Yeah, he always playing just George really didn't need him. He caught four of his five targets for 78 yards. That's a fine game for a tight end. Yep. It's not a normal Kittle game, but that's perfectly fine. Running back wise, though. That's where I'm at, man. Oh, yeah. I have you no t- idea what to do here. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, I would almost say, like, play Elijah if Mitchell. You, if but... you need a spot, yeah, like with some of these <laughs> running back injuries, like, um, I would pick Elijah Mitchell up 100%. If yeah. you haven't already, I mean, you're probably listening to this or watching this past your waiver wire period, but if you picked him up, you need to, I mean, 100% feel free to throw him out there. If Trey Sermon's healthy, I'm not playing Trey Sermon. Right. That just more muddles how confident you feel in Elijah Mitchell. Right. Yeah, because we still don't know why he didn't play. So, I, yeah, I don't know. if he's if he, But if he's not playing again this week, then I'm really on Elijah Mitchell train. Oh, yeah. So, Raiders, Pittsburgh. Yep. I guess I should say Raiders, Steelers. But uh, let's go with the Raiders. What do you think? Well, we're in the middle of their game right now. Um, it's 14-10, just Nothing's impressing me. So, um, I think Jacobs, like always, is just going to be a volume play. Mm-hmm. He'll get the red zone work. He's already scored in this game so far. Mm-hmm. Waller's an auto start. Um, besides that, I'm not touching anyone else. Um, Raiders aren't looking good right now, I'll say that. Yeah. It's beginning of the third. Yeah. Definitely disappointing. There's some there's some guys I like on the team. Just it's just not happening yet for him. So not yet. Uh, let's go to Pittsburgh side. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Um, Big Ben is done. Like he is so done, man. He dude, just did you see some of those passes? I like, saw how'd the ball every get there. <laughs> pass, dude. I saw every pass. Well, it looks like his arms falling off. Like, you thought so too. It so, looks like his arm is falling off his body. Every I feel time like he he's like pushing it. Yeah. Like he's just. Like he's trying to push the ball downfield. He looks like awful. He looks like he needs a walker when he leaves the field, man. He is. He needs to stop eating Burger King. What? I think it's the age. He's thirty nine, right? He ain't Tom Brady. No, no. He's not doing that TB twelve diet. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And this offensive line was atrocious, awful to watch. Yes. I am so sorry, Najee Harris. I thought you were gonna have a pretty good game last week. I think we put you in one of the um, good matchups. We thought wrong. Yeah, we did. Um, it, it does happen, guys. Yeah, 16 carries for 45 yards for a 2.8 yards per carry. Yeah. He did see three targets. He caught one of those for four yards. He had a bad drop. Things, will, things will 100% get better for Najee Harris. I'm playing Najee Harris as a high-end RB2. Braiders don't scare me at all. Receiver-wise, though, it's Deontay. He only caught half of his targets, five for 36, but he got the touchdown. Mm-hmm. He's still Ben's favorite. Juju had a couple big plays in this game. He saw eight targets. Claypool saw five targets, caught three of them for 45 yards. Claypool also had a rushing attempt. I'm playing Deontay confidently as a low-end wide receiver, two in this game. Mm-hmm. Either the other two interest you as a flex play? If, I take, if I'm taking one, I'd do Juju for right now. Really? 
Yeah, I think Claypool I has the Claypool. higher upside. Yeah, I would just because if I'm picking between the two, I'm I'm gonna go Claypool. Just it just uh, it just all depends. Like if you need points and you need guaranteed points, I think Juju's gonna be there. But if you need, I mean, in half point leagues, he would have given you seven points last week. Mm, never mind. So I don't know. I just feel like it's always hit and miss between those two. Oh yeah, it Deontay's will, it will just be the only guy I like That's playing. why I'm asking. Yeah. yeah. I have Deontay, Deontay, luckily. Yeah. Or unluckily, because I didn't play him this past week, but whatever. I mean, it wasn't like a great game by any means. Better than Mike Evans. Yeah, we'll talk about him later. Yeah. Uh, Anything else? Nah. Saints, Panthers. This one will be interesting. Will it? I think so. I think so. (laughs) Okay. I think it's going to be really interesting. Let's start with Carolina, because I think it'll be faster. Um, Obviously, you're playing McCaffrey. But I'm very interested to see how Christian McCaffrey plays against this defense. Because, like, the Saints defense, dude, they look really good last week. He'll be 100% fine. You think he'll still put up oh, 27 yeah. points? Or he'll whatever. Hit, he'll hit 25. 20. He'll hit 20, he, at least. He does just find a way, doesn't he? Because have you seen him play football before? <laughs> yeah, I have. <laughs> it's all the targets. <laughs> yeah, he saw nine. Caught all nine of those for 89 yards last week. Then he added 98 more yards on the ground. <laughs> so stupid. Didn't get in the end zone. I know. And I think he had like 20, I think he had like 25 or 26 points. Yeah, I believe he was still the uh, best running back on the week. And he didn't even score a touchdown. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Hope you had the number one pick in your draft. Yeah. <laughs> God, I hate, I hate him. Darnold did not look great, in my opinion. No, but what he looks better think? when you have Christian McCaffrey on your team. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. Um, Yeah, you're starting... Christian McCaffrey, and you're throwing both of these receivers out there, DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. DJ Moore, he saw eight targets, one behind Christian McCaffrey. Um, he caught six of those for 80 yards. Um, he did have some. A he drop, did have a. But, he had a pretty bad drop in that game too. Yeah, which is fine though. I, I I do love the eight targets though. Yeah, DJ Moore can eat on eight targets. Robbie Anderson, he only has saw the three targets, but he caught that. He got the one target for 57 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I think it, this was just a low-scoring game. Everything was working on the ground for Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey was eating. I think this is going to be a little bit more contested of a game. I'm still willing to throw Robbie out there as a low-end flex play. DJ Moore is a low-end wide receiver, too. For sure. All right, Saints. Shout out Jameis Winston. Man. I'm so happy about this. I Gosh. He did, like, like he played good. It yeah, wasn't great or anything. I know. I love. Whatever. I love that stat line, man. No <laughs> interceptions. One hundred and forty-eight yards. Like five touch. Oh, yeah, buddy. Threw for like four twenty-five. Like usually when Jameis Winston throws five touchdowns, it's, <laughs> he lead. He was yeah. But yeah. no. Yeah. No, I get it. Usually when Jameis throws five touchdowns, he'll follow it up with like a five interception. Yeah, there's like three picks in there. <laughs> but he looked like he wasn't taking a lot of those like crazy chances. Like he looked no, he like wasn't. he looks like he's developed a little bit. I mean, it's been one it's been one week in this offense, and the offense has no talent whatsoever to speak of. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad. Marquez Callaway, only two targets, caught one for 14 yards. Expecting a little bit more out of that. But really, besides Adam Trotman. He saw the most targets on this team last week was six. He only caught three of them for 18 yards. But besides Deontay Harris's big play for the touchdown, that's right around the leaders for this team. So that's why I feel confident in rolling Adam Trotman out there if you are streaming for a tight end and need someone to play. Not starting any of the receivers. Alvin Kamara is very good. Mm-hmm. 
Always. Yeah. Yep. Um, the other thing that I just wanted to briefly mention, Taysom Hill still got some touches in this game. Which yeah, he kinda, threw one pass. It kind of bugged me. And, yeah, uh, but it was on the goal line, so. <laughs> yeah. He had two carries, two for one yard. Yep. Well, it's because he got pushed back. I think he made the right decision, Sean Payton, and I yeah. r- respect. Respect. All right. Uh, Denver, Jacksonville. That should be fairly quickly. <laughs> yeah, Jacksonville. Actually, I don't know if it's going to be that quick. Okay. Well, I'll make it quick. Jacksonville, I'm looking at DJ Chark. Really? Yep. Why? Upside. Yeah, big, he's big playability. He saw 12 targets in this. They, I mean, I don't, DJ Chark, he has seen so many targets in his career mm-hmm. and he has caught so little of them, whether it's between just terrible quarterback play or terrible drops. Like he had one real had bad drop in that past really, game. Really, really bad. Very drop. early in the game. Honestly, honestly, kind of respect them still just going to him after that because that mm-hmm. one was a, that was a third and five and he dropped that. Yep. That would have been an easy first down. Um, I feel good about Marvin Jones, though. Marvin Jones seems like the uh, security blanket for Trevor Lawrence. But honestly, I mean, he threw the ball 51 times in this game. He threw the ball a lot. Chark had 12 targets. Marvin Jones had nine targets. LaVisca Chenault had nine targets. All of them did fine. Marvin Jones hit the end zone, caught five of his nine targets for 77 yards. He's the guy I feel the most confident in. So you, you, I, I, would play. I was going to play both, so I don't really care. Okay. I wasn't going to play Chanel. That was it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I mean, I get I'm nervous now. With I get, if he keeps, he's got to catch more of those targets, man. Got to get better passes to he him. He can't catch 25% of your targets. I agree. Let's just see what happens next week. Exactly. That. But <laughs> Marvin Jones is a high end flex play for me. I need to know what you think about James Robinson, though. That I'm not playing any running back. That I don't know what happened. James Robinson did not look the same as he last looked year. Terrible. He got out carried Carlos Hyde by Carlos Hyde nine to five. Carlos Hyde, I mean, his average was his five rushing attempts went for twenty five yards, but it just didn't. It didn't look that efficient, actually, no, though. It and, didn't. And in the passing game, he saw six targets, only caught three of them for twenty nine yards. Hyde also saw some passing work. I think they're gonna eat each other's points. And it makes me nervous too because I think that they're going to be a hot behind a lot, which means they're not going to be running. It makes the ball me as much. really sad that Travis Etienne got hurt. It makes me really sad. Yeah, he actually cried about it. So. I did. I could probably start crying right now too. It's fine, man. You do you do you. Uh, Lawrence, he he made some really good throws in this game, but he, those three interceptions were really bad. Yeah, one of them. He looked like a rookie when he threw those interceptions, <laughs> but when he threw some of those other passes, they were on a dime. Yeah, on a like they were lasers, but they were also on a dime to the wrong team. Yeah, continue. Not <laughs> playing Lawrence. I'm really <laughs> just playing Marvin Jones. And Caleb says it's okay to play DJ Chark. Yep. So if that goes bad, that one's not on me. I'll take that one. Okay. Denver side. Denver. Again, I'm really sad. Jerry Judy is not healthy right now. <laughs> he lo- he looked really good in that game. He man. did. He, he looked, did. He was the number one. But we have to talk about someone. Cortland Sutton. Yeah, man. Ouch. I am real concerned right now. Yeah. He was, I don't believe he saw his first target till like a minute left in the second quarter. Yeah. And he only saw three. I actually did not watch the Denver game. I have to be honest. It was honestly not bad. So I do know that Teddy made some plays. Um, Melvin Gordon, besides his one 
big run. I thought Javante Williams did look a little bit better than him. He had more rushing attempts than him. Okay. But, That's um, good to know. It was really just that 70-yard touchdown run that Melvin Gordon went untouched on, by the way. So There you go. Yeah, that'll do it. I do know we got to talk Timmy Patrick. Timmy, little boy boy. He was the second best receiver on this team. He mm-hmm. was targeted four times, caught all four of those for 39 yards and a touchdown. He was kind of that guy last year, too, though. Yeah, but Sutton has to still be dealing with that injury, man. Yeah, I don't know. Like, he was a non-factor in this game. He got one of his three targets for 14 yards, and that came after Judy got hurt, I believe. Like, Judy was the guy in this game. Noah Fan saw eight targets. Caught six of them for 62 yards. I'm willing to throw Noah, Noah Fan out here. You playing either of the running backs. Not Melvin until Gordon one, hit that big play for the touchdown, but yeah, not if, until if one he doesn't takes have over. that play, like, yeah, it would have been bad. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Not until one of them takes over. I, I if I have one, uh, I'd prefer I would, to have Williams. Yeah, I would still right now, yeah. but um, yeah, and I'm willing to play Noah Fant. I'm not touching Corlin Sutton. I'm not playing Corlin Sutton right now. Yeah, that's and sad, man. Tim I Patrick, like Corlin Sutton. I do too. Like, I, we took him in, in our. We Fantasy did. Monsters League and yeah, in our, but yeah. I'm not, I'm trying not to play in our this listeners week. league. All right, anything else for Denver? No. Okay. Minnesota, Arizona. This one should be good for Minnesota. Arizona? I swear, I swear. <laughs> Stop holding. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You have complained about that all day. <laughs> you can talk about it for a sec. I want to. Find yeah. out exactly how many penalty yards they gave up. And there were a handful that were declined. Right. So I'm going to talk about the Arizona side for right now while you're doing that. Cause you can just chew out Minnesota then. Is that cool? Yeah, that's fine. Cool. Arizona, uh, Kyler Murray definitely playing in this game. Minnesota's defense to me, it's, it's still not, not there. It's not like a typical Minnesota defense. So I'm definitely playing Kyler Murray, definitely playing Deandre Hopkins. What what do you think past that? You you on board with Chase Edmonds? Yeah, Chase Edmonds 100% is the running back there over James Conner. He looked better. He got more work. I like Conner there. Uh, shout out Christian Kirk. He is the second best receiver on the uh, Arizona Cardinals. That's still mm-hmm. confirmed. Yep. AJ Green saw like one end zone target. Didn't have a chance on it. Um, Rondell Moore got a little bit of work in there. He's not a fan of Rondell. But uh, for my money... Best throw and catch last week was Kyler Murray to DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. If I remember, I'll put that one in here. Um, yeah. So, yeah, you're Kyler Murray, Kyler 100% Murray, DeAndre. lock. DeAndre Hopkins, 100%, 100%. lock. Yep. Chase Edmonds, I'll play him as a low-end RB2 okay. in this game. And then Kirk, just you got to wait more. Like, because we've seen this before. I believe he caught all five targets. He caught all five of them for two touchdowns. Like, one of those touchdowns was a great catch. He just... Was looking behind him, just kind of like there <laughs> over the shoulder. Like it was a good catch, but <laughs> okay. Let's go right. Min- side, yeah, though. Minnesota. I have the uh, numbers. Let's do it. Here we go. I don't know how many penalties were declined, so these wouldn't be there, but I believe I recall at least four, okay. probably five. Uh, they had 12 penalties for 116 yards. And yeah, there could have been a lot more there. Like yeah. it was nonstop, it was disgusting. Minnesota, if you do it again, I'm going to write a letter. <laughs> <'Cause>, okay. <laughs> Letters um, do so much work nowadays. 
Yeah, uh, they ran into a good defensive line last week. Dalvin Cook, like we brought up earlier, was yep. boxed up. Non, yeah, just non-relevant. Yeah, uh, Adam Thielen was able to get um, two TDs. Yeah, he was able to get two touchdowns in this game. It kind of the game kind of started off though, where Justin Jefferson was. I mean, he only saw one less one less target than Adam Thielen. Defense did key in on Justin Jefferson more early in the game. He was getting targeted more. I believe Justin Jefferson also was like this close to having a touchdown in this game. Thielen, yeah, he came down with the two touchdowns. Um, had a little bit softer coverage, caught all but one of his tar- ten targets for ninety-two yards. You're playing both of them. I think Justin Jefferson will have a much better week this week. Davin Cook, you start. Um, Cousins, you can play as a. Sh- I like you can I, honestly, as a no, I'm but... not. I'm scared of Chandler Jones, man. Yeah, he's gonna haunt my <laughs> nightmares. Yeah. Like that was a very impressive game. I'm not playing Kirk Cousins. I take it back. Sounds good. Atlanta, Tampa. Um. Everybody on Tampa should be played. Yeah. Not um, playing anybody on Atlanta. Done. <laughs> I'm playing Calvin Ridley. You play Calvin Ridley. Um, At your own peril. You play Kyle Pitts if you have him. Um, he'll be like a mid tight end one. Um, I think Calvin Ridley can have a bounce back game in this one. Um, Dude, Tampa's defense though, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. Dallas ended up tearing them apart, but like Dallas's offense is yeah. way better. <laughs> uh, there's a couple weird things I have to uh, talk out with the Atlanta front office. One is, um, well, one's just Cordell Patterson's your best running back. Like he is, he's yeah. your best running back. Um, two, which is not a good thing, by the way, guys. Why aren't you throwing the ball to Russell Gage more? He saw two targets, didn't catch any. What are you doing? Well, one wasn't even like a great, like, you know, because he had to like dive halfway out of bounds. Yeah, he only got, he only got one two. foot in bounds. Yeah, yeah, so I'm like, I don't even know if I blame him or, you know, Matt Ryan for that, but it gave him a chance, I guess. But yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I, I did not f- fully watch the whole entire Atlanta game. The first half of that game against the Eagles, like, on, I mean, they only put up six points. They didn't score again for the rest of the game, but they, Look about how I thought they would. Mm-hmm. Second half, though, they just fell apart. It was disgusting. Hmm. It was like the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Wow. That's right. Stakes a little less high, but... Uh, <laughs> um, it, it, Atlanta's problem's more than just losing Julio. That's yes. like, that was... If Julio was there, it wouldn't have changed anything, in my opinion, really. Like, there, there's other things going on here. That offensive line was horrible. The yep. defense is still horrible and I don't want to hear it from any Atlanta Falcon fans yeah sorry guys like we're going to continue to say it until you guys do something about it but like there's just nothing happening right now and we'll see what it looks like the rest of the season but I think Tampa's just going to shred this game yeah Brady great play this week I'm not touching uh Tampa Bay running back nope in this game um they averaged both averaged out to about the same yes but It was not pretty. Um, Receiver-wise, you can play Godwin. You can play Brown. You can play Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. But this is the game you're going to play every week. Like last week, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin both had great games. Mike Evans, he saw six targets, only caught half of them for 24 yards. I think it's going to be rare when all three of them have good games. Yep. But I think pretty much every week, two of them out of the three I are th- going to have a good to game. To me, I think Chris Godwin's going to be the consistent oh, one each week. Godwin was 
all I mean, he 14 targets in this game, caught nine of them for 105 yards and a touchdown. He right. looks right. very good. He's locked into that number one. Yep. I think you're always going to be flipping between is it going to be Mike Evans this week or Antonio Brown this week? Yep. And then that's going to be where you're getting, which is frustrating because the draft capital that you probably did in your draft is like here. <laughs> well, that's why we said, and like Antonio Brown was just, he was a good value this year. He's a very good value yep. this year. Got anything else? Um, Gronk, you can throw him out there. He did see, caught all eight of his targets in this game for nine yards, two touchdowns. Um, he still looks really good. So you can play Gronk. All right. Dallas, Chargers. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a fun game. Yeah, I do too. I yeah. think this will be a fun game. Uh, let's see. Check the over under. Ooh. Chargers, three point favorites at home against the Cowboys. 55 point over under, though. I believe that is the highest. Oh, no. There's, we'll talk about one that's just a touch higher. But yeah, second highest point over under on the week. Who you want to start with? The Cowboys. I'm debating if I would take the over or the under on 55 points. Oh, uh, I might take the over. I think I want to go under. You think? I don't know why. I want to go under. Hmm. I think Cowboys win this game. Well, I think they do too, but I still think it's going to be high scoring. Yeah, but you could be have a high, pretty high scoring game without scoring 55 points. Okay, whatever. Cowboys. Dak. He's healthy. He's good. He looks good. Yeah. You play Dak in this game, 100%. Yes. Uh, Zeke, though. What are we doing with Zeke? Well, you drafted him first round, so you got to play him, but... He's a mid-RB2 this week. And, I, you know, yeah, I hope like they kind of get a lead to give him the ball a little bit more. Uh, he did see two targets in this game, so caught both those for six yards. Yeah, he had a combined 39 yards on the game between 13 touches. Um, Yeah, it's just not... Not good efficiency. No. Yeah. But they had to keep coming. They had to keep throwing the ball. So we'll, we'll see this week, but it was a pretty close game. Most this, especially the second half. It was a close game. Right. I mean, they did take the lead back at a certain point in this game. Definitely playing Amari Cooper. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Amari Cooper lit it up, man. And then I'm also gonna play CD lamb with Michael Gallup out. Yeah. I feel much better without Gallup there. Cause Gallup saw seven targets in this game before he left. C.D. Lamb, though, he did look very good in this game. 15 targets, caught seven of those for 104 yards and a touchdown. Um, you're rocking both of them. Mark sure. Cooper would be a low-end wide receiver one for me. C.D. Lamb, a high-end wide receiver two this week. Tight ends, they're devouring themselves. You don't touch them. Right. It's Dak and the uh, top two wide receivers I feel very good about, and you just have to start Zeke. You do. You just have to play him. Yep. No, I wouldn't feel good about it, but um, hopefully he gets, I mean, you know he's always going to get the goal line work. You know they're going to score a lot, so you know there's he's going to have chances to get in the end zone. Correct. All right, let's go Chargers. Chargers. I will say going from running back to running back, I like Austin Eckler. Yeah, um, I like him more than Zeke. Uh, shout out Larry Roundtree, though. He did have one good run in this game. He seems like the backup running back yeah. for, in this. Little Mizzou boy. I love those names around tree too though. <laughs> okay. Well, Isn't it like Roundtree like... the third or something though? Yeah, it is. Like yeah. Larry Roundtree the third. There's three other ones. Great name. Yeah. Um, you're not playing him though. Even though it is a great name, you do not want to play Larry Roundtree this week. That's true. Uh Austin Eckler, 
not efficient on the ground, but getting the work, getting the, getting pass the passing work. work too. So, yeah, you keep playing him. Actually, did he not? What? He didn't see a target last week. Huh. That's strange. That's strange because he always gets passing work. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, so yeah, Keenan Allen, like he was my monster play this week. I think he's going to have a very good game. Had 13 targets last week, caught nine of them for 100 yards. Didn't get in the end zone. Mike Williams was very close to him, though. Mike Williams looked good in this game. Saw one less target, caught one less pass, a little bit less yardage, but got in the end zone. You're playing Herbert in this game. I feel very good about Herbert. Keenan Allen is a low-end wide receiver one for me this week. Mike Williams is a low-end mid-wide receiver two for me this week. I th- I do think this will be high scoring. All right. Anything else? Uh, that's it. Okay. Tennessee, Seattle. Hopefully a bounce back. I think this is going to be a very good game. Yeah, I do. Who do you want to start with? I want to start with Tennessee. Okay, yeah, Tennessee. Um, again, I'll bring it back up. Chandler Jones is a scary man. Yeah. Uh, Ryan Tannehill (laughs) will never forget the name Chandler Jones. That's true. He will see him every time he closes his eyes for a while. He was everywhere. No one on the Titans looked good last week. I could, if I felt like doing this, I don't. But if I did, I could probably pep 10 plays from the first half of this game where Derrick Henry got blown up in the backfield or was able to gain one yard on a run. Like, this Cardinals defense played very well. Derrick Henry was able to get some yardage in the second half. He ended the day with 17 carries for 58 yards, a long of 19 yards. It was just a bad game. You just have to write this game off for the Titans. Yeah. I'm fine playing Tannehill this week. You're obviously playing Derrick Henry every week. A.J. Brown, he caught that touchdown. It was a great catch. Great throw from Ryan Tannehill late in the game. He saw eight targets. Julio saw six targets in this game, and I, I am willing to play Julio still as a low-end wide receiver to flex play. He um, Some of the throws were just really close. He was close to a touchdown catch. It was a really tough catch. He could have maybe made it, but... That was just a tough break. I think this just this whole game, you just have to throw out. A.J. Brown's a high-end wide receiver, too. Like I said, Julio Jones, low-end wide receiver, too. Flex play. I'm playing both of them. All right. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm definitely playing. Well, I have to, unfortunately, in my redraft league because I have Henry Brown and Tannehill. And that what? was Yeah, I didn't even realize that, but I do. And <laughs> that, so last what? week was really bad for me. Why would you do that to yourself? Yeah, I don't know. I liked it more than I... How did I not realize that? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know how you didn't realize it. Yeah. I thought it was a good idea, and then this week showed me otherwise. No. Uh, (laughs) Seattle's a real easy team. Um, Russell Wilson looked great last week. Tyler Lockett looked great last week. He did. Only saw, he only saw five targets in this. I mean, both of them only saw five targets in this game. Tyler Lockett caught four of those for 100 yards, two touchdowns. DK Metcalf caught four of those five for 60 yards and a touchdown. DK Metcalf kind of didn't come on till the second half later in the game. Uh, you're playing both of them. I like them both. DK, wide receiver one. Tyler Lockett, high end wide receiver two in this game. Chris Carson looked good in this game. 16 carries, 91 yards. Didn't hit the end zone on the ground. He did see three targets, caught all of them for 26 yards. And Penny is not going to be on the field. He re-aggravated an injury, so he's going to be rehabbing for a few weeks. Out of the league, probably. He's, he's done. He gone. Yep, so you're starting all four of those guys. Uh, shout out Will Disley. 
had a great stiff arm in this game. Just a great <laughs> stiff arm in this game. Um, Gerald Everett looked really good in this game. Yeah. But he only caught, he caught all two of his targets for 20 yards. He got the touchdown. Mm-hmm. Throw him the ball more. Like yeah. he could be an actual threat in this offense much more than Will Disley. I hope they get Gerald Everett involved more. Right now, deep leagues, you can keep rostering them. Dynasty leagues, you definitely keep rostering them. Most normal redraft leagues, you don't have to keep them on your team. Anything else? No. Probably one of the bigger games this week. Kansas City, Baltimore. Yeah, both of these are uh, pretty easy since uh, Ravens actually. Let me check how they're doing right now. I know Tyson Hill had a good run earlier. Wow. Yeah. It's currently on a commercial. Okay. Yeah. Well, you're playing uh, <laughs> Lamar. Yeah. Because you're pretty much playing Lamar every week. Hollywood Browns not look too terrible so far in this game, though. Yeah, he's seen five targets, caught all of them for 55 yards and a touchdown. Um, You can throw him out there. Andrews, you can always throw out there because he's a tight end. He hasn't been playing well so far. It is the beginning of the fourth pe- qu- quarter. I almost said fourth period. Um, <laughs> this is not middle school. Um, Yeah, I, I I can't give you any advice on these running backs right now. Um, Tyson Hill has looked the best. He has a long of 35 yards. Latavius Murray has looked not good. Five carries for 10 yards. Um, I got to call you out, dude. It's not Tyson Hill. Tyson Williams. Did there I say go. Hill? You did. Twice. <laughs> Sorry, Tyson. Yeah. You make good chicken, though. <laughs> okay. Yeah, anyways. That was a bad joke. That was terrible. That was awful. Yeah, and that's in, so too yeah. bad. Uh, yeah, I, I'm with you. I don't. I don't know... I don't, yeah, I don't know what we're what we're doing with Baltimore. I can't give you any advice right yeah, now just, on their running back group. Um, so we'll move to the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes, yep, really good. Um, Tyree Kill, really really good. Travis mm-hmm. Kelsey, really really good. You play all three of them every week. You never play another receiver for the Chiefs unless you're just it's a hail mary play. And um, Clyde edwards helaire you throw out there. He didn't get a ton done last week, but he didn't look bad. You kind of just need to, um, I mean, maybe a little bit more passing involvement. He did see the third most targets of anyone with three. Um, yeah, boy. That's a lot. Caught all of them for 29 yards. He was not great on the ground, 14 carries for 43 yards. He just didn't hit the end zone. You still play him, though, as a uh, high-end RB, too. I still feel good there. Sounds good. You got anything else? No. All right. Let's go to the Monday night game. I do think the Chiefs killed the Ravens, though. Ooh, bold take. Actually, I missed that. What is their point? Kansas City, three-point favorites, 55.5 point over-under. I'll take the Chiefs to cover, and I'll take the under on the points. There you go. Sounds good. Uh, Monday night game? Yeah. Detroit at Green Bay. Mm-hmm. If it's going to be a bounce-back week for Green Bay, it's going to happen this week. Oh, it's going to be, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Detroit looks awful. You think they top San Francisco's 41 points? Got to. It's a lot of points. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't think they hit 41, but I think they hit 35. Yeah, they, I mean, I just let's hold on. Let's start with Detroit because I, okay, I love it'll be this. Quick. I love this. Um, so their uh, top three um, receivers in this game were their tight end with 10 targets. That's fine. TJ Hawkinson's a very good tight end. Uh, their mm-hmm. second leading receiver was uh, DeAndre Swift with 11 targets. Yep. 
And then Jamal Williams with nine targets. Backup running back. Yeah. Wow. They have no one to throw the ball to. Well, they cut. <laughs> they cut Everyone, two of them. They cut all of them. Yeah, and then and you then have a, their rookie Amon Ra. He saw four targets, caught two of them for twenty-three yards. Just nothing. It um, it's bad. Sorry, Carlos. It's really bad. Um, both of but I mean when they're seeing that receiving work, do you play both? Because DeAndre Swift was making me very nervous. Yeah, I all the like reports were like. He's still like they're they don't yeah. know about his injury and if he does play he's going to be heavily limited. Yeah, Jamal was Williams is going to take the bulk. Limited at all. He saw nineteen attempt. He saw yeah. nineteen touches in this game. Like he was not limited. He saw more touches than Jamal Williams did. Right. Jamal Williams outplayed him on the ground. The receiving game. DeAndre Swift outplayed him. He got the receiving touchdown. Jamal Williams got the rushing touchdown. Packers have a good defense, but do you play both of them? If you have to, I don't see why not. I prefer Swift, but I think you could play. I think they're both flex plays, to be honest. Um, TJ Hawkinson, very good tight end play. Uh, Goff, he ended up with good stats, but that was a lot of garbage time. So he did throw the ball 57 times, too. Not playing him. Packer side, though. Rodgers, going to be a monster week. Devontae Adams and Jeff Okuda. He's done for the season. I forget what the injury is, but he's out. Um, Maybe that's the Achilles injury that I was thinking of. It could be. Continue. I'll look it up. Devontae Adams, smash week. Aaron Jones, he's my monster running back pick of the week. And um, we did have a question about Robert Tanyan. Yeah. I think similar to the Titans, you just kind of have to throw last week out. Mm -hmm. Um, He didn't see a lot of work in this game. It was, I mean, name one Packer who played good last week. Waterboy? Honestly, he probably did. I bet they were all dehydrated, too. Like, I bet. <laughs> it is I the Achilles injury. Not, okay. It's Jeff Okuda that I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah, I bet the Waterboy wasn't even doing his job good. Um, yeah, yeah, it was just a brutal game. Um, Robert Tonin, he saw four mm-hmm. targets. You can still play him at the tight end position. Yeah. I think this is going to be a bounce back game for pretty much everyone on the Packers team. That's all I got to say. Sounds good. Yeah, I'm good with that. Want to move on to our DFS plays? Yeah, I do. All right, just like we did last year, we're going to do our DFS plays for this week, too, if you do daily fantasy. Uh, These are DraftKings? DraftKings. Yeah, yep. DraftKings pricing. Sorry, yeah. FanDuel. We're yeah, DraftKings I've always been a DraftKings guy. I agree. That's what that's what I always do, too. I like the full-point PPR for daily. <laughs> All um, right, so who we got for quarterbacks this week? Quarterbacks, I'm just going to pay for Brady against Atlanta. <laughs> That's fine. What is this? Sixty nine hundred. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna be a smash play here. Um, what about you? What quarterbacks do you like? I I still think I I because my one of my my monster guys is Matthew Stafford yep. at sixty four hundred. I don't mind taking a little bit of a hit. I still think he could put up similar numbers to what Brady could do yeah. this week. Yeah, Stafford's around mid pack pricing wise. Um, Brady was definitely in consideration for my monster guys to project, but I kind of wanted to go somewhere where who's coming off a bad game, not a Great game, right. like Brady. Running right. backs. Dude, I don't mind paying up for Nick Chubb this week. Yeah, I don't either. He's like my <laughs> top running back. I love I yeah. love Nick Chubb this week. I really do. Yeah. He's $7,800. Worth it. He, he could be worth every penny. Yeah. I'll mention Chris Carson here mm-hmm. for uh, Seattle um, against Tennessee. He's $6,100. I think he's slightly underpriced. 
I like it. You don't have to worry about anyone else in this running back group. It's Chris Carson by a mile. He sees the passing work. He'll see the volume. He'll get in the end zone. I, I think he's a smash player. Yeah, and we want to mention Damian Harris, too, at 54. If you're looking for... $5,400. Yeah. Really cheap. Some high upside there. He had the Expe- fifth most rushing yards of any running back last week. He's and playing the Jets. I believe the person in fourth had one more yard than him, so... Yeah. There's yeah, a whole, and he's playing the Jets. Yeah, he just has to hit, find the end zone. He finds the end zone, he'll be worth it. Not buying into his single less workload because yeah. of that fumble. I'm yeah. just, I'm not. All right, wide receivers? Wide receivers. I'm going to Mari Cooper. Yeah. $6,800. I still think he's slightly underpriced. This is definitely... I mean, he, he just did what he did against Tampa Bay. Like, I think he's going to go off. I believe he's going to see t- 12, probably 12 targets or more yep. again mm-hmm. against the Chargers. Especially with Gallup out. Yeah, Gallup out. I just think they're going to pass the ball a lot, and I don't believe in the run game, so. <laughs> Definitely don't. Yeah. Uh, we've got Mike Evans. Here's why. We love Chris Godwin, obviously. Yeah. But Mike Evans at 61, I mean. Decently it, cheaper than Chris Godwin. Yeah. And again, he could be the guy who has. He could he could be the guy this week. Yeah, he could catch eight passes for 120 yards and two touchdowns. Like, so if you need some savings, yep. th- this is where you can find it. Yep. This one might be my favorite play, though, at the wide receiver position. I thought this was stupid. Cooper Cup at $6,000. What a joke. Coming off the week he did against Indy. It's on the road, but I love this play. Stafford Cup connection looked strong yep. last week. And yeah, I apparently. It to continue. Apparently they come in early before each practice and throw football. Yeah, no, for 30 yeah. Apparently the entire off season they watch film every day together. Yep. Like apparently just had sleepovers every night. And yeah, told stories to each other underneath a big blanket. Oh, well, I didn't know all that, but well, I do know not. about throwing the football before every practice and well, they're doing routes and whatnot. So I think there's definitely going to be a connection there. And and this at six thousand, it's not going to stay there for long. Yeah, no. And uh, tight ends, you're on your own. Yeah, I just <laughs> I got. Luck. I'm so tired. Like I. <laughs> I hate tight ends. I, if you want, pay for Waller, Waller or Kittle. Yeah. I if mean, not, I'm not giving you any advice on daily fantasy. I'm not losing you money because, I mean, I, I'm going to lose money too. Like, right. Tight ends suck. Um, they're just so, they're, they're getting so complicated. Yeah. If you want, look at Adam Troutman and Johnny Smith. There you go. Cool. Yeah. All right, guys. But uh, let us know how, uh, how it goes. We're always curious to know if you guys are wanting some money and then maybe we can uh, all win money together. Uh, but James, if they wanted to chat with us, where could they find us at? Yeah, Twitter and Facebook at CFO Monsters, YouTube, Apple Podcast, and um, the internet in general. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's a lot later than we're normally recording. Um, <laughs> this is you can true. find us there at the Fancy Monsters or the Fancy Monster Podcast. That's right. Uh, Thank you guys all again for listening to another week of the Fantasy Monsters, and we'll catch you next week. Have a go. Yeah, I see you like a monster. And I'm just in a